Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Mwashapudi Brothers, Maria Lobari, Levitola Jesu, right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion, bring us to exactly 10 minutes after 6. This is uh, uh, Thursday Life, and welcome to it. And of course, uh, we are on AM 657 kilohertz, uh, and We're getting audio channel 82 on DSTV. Thank you very much, uh, Reverend Dominique, one else. Uh, for the fantastic show. And uh, yes, may the most eyes hand be upon you and your family. Hope you had a great time with him as always right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. That's the veteran himself, yeah. Um, Johan or oh, Dominique Johan right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. Of course, God from is my name in this program called uh, Thursday Live. And uh, what you can expect this uh, evening, as always, will be uh, talking to uh, Bishop Silo uh, Helepi, he'll be updating us on the issues of COVID-19 and also we'll be looking at the economies of the world and not forgetting um, um, the, the social media crash, the incident that uh, uh, left people, um, many people shocked. I mean, it was trending on different, on one platform, by the way, because the most popular platforms being um, Facebook, WhatsApp, um, Twitter, not Twitter, uh, was that Instagram were down. So he'll tell us uh, more about that. And again, uh, it has been estimated that uh, it, uh, the, 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 the owner of, uh, Facebook and this uh, these companies have lost billions and billions of rent. So he let us know about these uh, uh, things also. Okay, that Silo Helepi right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. And he's on the line uh, as I speak with you this evening. Muruti, uh, good evening and welcome to Radio Puppet. Good evening, Muruti uh, Mwabi, and good evening to the Radio Pulpit listeners this blessed Thursday evening. Let's start with uh, the most important one, uh, COVID-19 stats. Uh, it looks like uh, the numbers, uh, more especially of the new infected, uh, is going down, right? Muruti, uh, the numbers have, uh, have, gone, have gone drastically down. Um, to you know, averaging around uh, you know, fi- uh, hovering around 500, 600 in the past couple of days uh, from the beginning, from the beginning of this uh, of this week. So, we, which in actual fact is a good uh, it's a good sign that uh, we are keeping um, you know the new infections uh, or new reported cases quite uh, quite low and pushing them down. Less than thousand. Less than less than thousand Muruti we've had um in the region of about five hundred, we've had six hundred, we've had seven hundred and um you know in the in the downward trend. Um however if one looks at what has happened in the past day or so <clears throat> um yesterday we saw the numbers going up by um, about 1,149, and um, you know they, they they were looking like there's a there's a bit of an uptick, but uh, that uptick was a was what a, what one will call a, um, a a a false alarm or false um, uptick because when one averages out the numbers 
over a number of days, one will realize that we continue to trend in the right direction, which is downward. Um, the number of deaths is trending as well downwards. Um, you know, we've reported in the past 24 hours <clears throat> um, 59 deaths, um, in, and our recovery rate is getting back to where it was when we had level one. It's at 95.8%. So it's a give or take. By the end of this week, we should be at 96% again. Um, and that's, that's, that's a good indicator for, um, for us as a, um, as a country that we, we, we actually win in this war. Um, against against COVID. Um, if you look at the numbers, number of recoveries, we have seen two point uh, over two point seven million people recovering in the country from uh, <clears throat> from the virus. Out of uh, two point nine people um, that got infected with the cases, and that's 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 quite a pretty good show that at 95.8 percent um <clears throat> you know south africa is not mismanaging um the pandemic south africa is taking um you know the measures some of the measures may sound drastic when they are taken like when uh, the alert levels are reviewed up but uh, they are necessary because when you are managing a pandemic these are things that are very very important um, that one should take to provide lives and uh, as I've always said that pandemics by their very nature are destructive they affect economies very very badly um, very negatively and uh, they tend to leave a trend of destruction in terms of livelihoods, um, which is why South Africa has actually taken an approach of balancing the two, where, you know, which is saving life and saving livelihoods. Mm-hmm. So these two, these two approaches have have stood us in a in a good <clears throat> in a good stead. And uh, when one looks at um, the total number of deaths, um, you know, we we're sitting at about eighty seven. Um, 1,981, sadly, you know, and and this is where we've got to stop a moment and think because this is somebody's father, somebody's mother, somebody's child, Mm. somebody's uncle, somebody's wife, you know, there's a name to all the 87,981 deaths and, um, you know, we cannot play around, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with misinformation around these issues because, Mm. you know, it affects people on a personal level. That's Now let's look at the vaccine rollout. How far are we with regards to uh, the vaccine program, rollout program? The vaccine program, the vaccine rollout uh, program, um, already government has, or the Department of Health has administered um, 18 million, 18.5 million doses. And, um, you know, 18... Uh, 0.5 million doses if um, one averages that you know to a number of people you would find that we're sitting at pretty much close to about 10 million people vaccinated um, in the country so the, the the whole program of the past weekend remember last week we spoke about um, that government will be stepping up the um, um, you know max vaccination program looking at uh, vaccination 
weekends. And we saw the VUMA program where government ministers focused on specific areas to encourage people and get people to vaccinate. And there was a huge uptake. And uh, we just need to keep repeating the messages, keep the messages um, you know, in the fall of our head that, you know, let's vaccinate, vaccinate. We're beginning to see as well, um, you know, with SAFA having announced that the um, soccer match between Bafana Bafana um, and I think it's, 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 uh, it's Ghana, um, the one that's playing next week, that they're saying they are going to open it to spectators, but only spectators that are vaccinated. So these are some of the measures that are looking at um, helping us trend in the right direction. Mm. Are we ready to open the country uh, completely yet, Maruti? Um, Maruti, the, the reason why we are at level one, um, it means we, we're just about there. We're just about there, um, which is why alert level one means after alert level one, there is no other um, uh, alert level. We will be going um, back to um, um, to normality as we know it and open the economy and open the country. Um, however, there is this uh, inherent existential risk um, around November, December, which which is in about 50 days, if, if, if we look at the number of days from now of, um, you know, a, a, a fourth wave. And the only way that we can survive and avoid the fourth wave is if we step up and vaccinate as many people as we can in the country, then the country will be able to open up, um, you know, and remove the alert levels and we'll begin to see the disaster management um, act as well um, coming to its logical end. So, you know, we it's really in our hands to really bring um, you know, the country back to normality and um, to allow government to be able to open up the country. So we, we get in there. We get in there, Maruti. All right. Maruti, tell us a little bit about the vaccine certificate and how will this uh, work? Uh, Maruti, the, the, vaccine, the vaccine certificate, let, let, let's, let's, let's go back a little bit. Um, the issue of um, vaccine certificates, it's not a new issue. It's always been um, there that uh, when you take your children for vaccination, they get given what is called immunization certificates. Um, when you travel and you do your yellow fever and you do your um, the various travel vaccines, you get a um, vaccine certificate and that certificate most people will remember they look they, they, the vaccine one looks yellow uh, the, the um, uh, yellow fever one looks yellow that if you travel and you go to the tropicals you produce that when you come back into the country then you allowed back in the country so it is just proof to say I've been in an environment that is uh, that is prevalence of this disease, but because I've taken the vaccine, I'm not going to pose a risk to the population in the country that I'm returning to. However, with the vaccine certificate, because of the risk of these um, vaccine records that we receive when we go and, 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 and vaccinate, that, um, you know, to, to, to take out the risk of fraud where people could 
do those fraudulently. The vaccine certificate, in actual fact, is a digital um, certificate because the information of people that have vaccinated, the Department of Health already has that. So the vaccine certificate will be, um, you know, in a, in a form of a digital uh, um, a certificate so that those that want to travel, I mean, remember that South Africa is put on the red list by the UK, um, and the reason why South Africa is put on the red list for the by the UK is because the UK is saying there's a risk that uh, people could, could be coming with certificates that are fraudulent. Now, the digital certificate then begins to help us to make sure that there is uh, cross-checks to make sure that this cannot be, um, uh, you know, fraud cannot be done about it, and uh, information can be verified that if a person says they are vaccinated, truly this individual is vaccinated, and then we will be able to travel. Then the world will begin to establish those travel bubbles, and we can be able to travel and get to various places. In terms of football, we've had already that, uh, you know, it will be people that are vaccinated, but the risk still remains that if people just produce the record um, certificate, which is this little touch that they're given, you know, um, some people will want to take chances, which is why today the Department of Health began to open up and say to people, people can then go there and print out their their vaccine certificates, okay. which in actual fact comes in a form of a, a, a digital code. Santana Ruaga, you came, Ruti. How's things going as far as uh, the, uh, you know, energy and uh, gas, uh, you know, is concerned? Uh, Maruti, uh, yeah, we, we're continuing to see um, the prices um, running wild. Um, on Wednesday, we, we, we saw um, the price feature for gas um, running wild. It went up to a staggering 39% before sliding up to 13% after Wednesday, which is today. Um, and this was after, um, you know, President Putin of Russia indicated that uh, Russia is ready to help stabilize global energy markets. Um, and we know that with with Russia, Russia is talking um, basically nuclear there, um, which in actual fact is a, is a, is a clean, is a clean energy. So, uh, we 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 pretty much seeing this crisis um, continuing to play out, um, you know, before our eyes. Okay, uh, we're still with uh, Muruti Silohelebi right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. I would like to apologize because now has his uh, um, phone or yeah, it changes a bit more, Muruti, but uh, we can still hear you. So it it has changed from baritone to soprano or alto. <laughs> but, is, it, is it fine now, Maruti? No, it's not fine, Maruti. It's not fine, but at least we can hear you. And it, it always happens at this time. Yeah. Now, let, let, yeah when you're about to, to, to wrap up, Maruti, it, it does happen. <laughs> Yeah. Like that, most of the times. Now, Larivelle, how are this affecting the the, the commodities, Muruti, and uh, the economy in general? The 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 situation with gas and uh, yeah, that is in, in the UK and the European countries. Are they going to affect other community? I mean, commodities in any way? 
Muruti, we, we, we are already beginning to see the price of coal. Um, the, the price of coal has exponentially um, gone up in the past uh, couple of weeks. Remember that at the heart of this energy crisis was um, the announcement that countries will be exiting coal altogether. And now when the demand is high and the supply is low, then prices get pushed up. We also see that with oil. We saw the OPEC countries meeting beginning of this uh, of this week. Um, you know, just for context, on the 1st of May 2021, the price of uh, Brent crude oil was $67 um, a barrel. Um, in June, it went to 70. In July, 75. And then in August, it went back to 72. And then 71. And now, as in today, by close of business yesterday, um, the price of Brent crude, of Brent crude was 82.5 dollars. Um, uh, uh, the barrel of crude of crude oil. So, um, and we've seen that gas, the price of gas has gone up, the price of crude oil has gone up, the price of coal um, has, has has gone up. And um, so, yes, it is it is affecting prices of commodities, which will in the long run begin to affect even petrol, petroleum that we um, that we begin to. That, that we use. Remember last week I spoke about the under-recovery um, that is happening globally, and we saw the marginal decrease in the price in the price of petrol, um, and that in actual fact talks to this situation that uh, you know when you begin to see commodity prices moving in this direction, then you know that uh, we are heading for difficult times. Arthur Legaya, social media, Muruti, and how did it crash? What actually happened there? Are we overly dependent on this technology? And what is the risk of a technology crisis in the future? <laughs> Muruti, I can put my head, my head on the block to say, you know, if, 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 if one looks at the... Um, uh, top 10 uh, global risks. Um, I think one of the uh, uh, most under, undermined and overlooked crises um, in the future is technology crisis or the risk of technology crash uh, or technology crash um, because there's a lot of dependency um, that we're having on uh, on these technologies. Now, if you look, for example, on uh, what happened, um, you know, the the company also or Facebook came out to say um, some of their major servers um, crashed and when those began to crash, getting them up took um, a long time to get them back up. But the risk here is, 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 is there's a risk of uh, over-concentration and monopolization. Because remember, which is what in, in the United States, the United States is looking at, because Facebook, which now owns WhatsApp and owns um you know, the, the, the messenger and the rest of the others, you know, when one company has got a problem, you know, it becomes a huge global um, global crisis. So, so the, in other words, they're using one, one server? 
We understand that the CEO of uh, Facebook, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg, lost a lot of money, over billions and billions of money due to this uh, uh, crash, Muruti. How, how true is that and what could be the cause? Was it because of uh, uh, um, advertising revenue or what? Thank you very much for opening our eyes once again, for enlightening us uh, once again. How about the world and Murutu Akabaka Kirakoka? I know what's available on zero eight three double two nine five eight zero seven. Zero eight three double two nine five eight zero seven. Pastor Silohelepi, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. We do apologize for the line that is not that clear, that is not crystal clear there. But hey, I'm sure that you managed to get all the information that he was sharing with us this evening. Up next, we'll be speaking to none other than that Elias Shamatla. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. 
Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.